Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining the Badcast. I'm Brian Massey. And I'm Sean Holmes. And we've been off the air for a little while. And um, while we were off the air, we uh, unfortunately um, learned of the passing of Adam West, TV's Batman, uh, who passed away on June 9th, 2017, after a brief bout with leukemia. And... Yeah, um, we wanted to address his passing real fast because obviously he's a big part of the show. Um, and um, Sean, I mean, what were your memories of uh, Mr. West? My memories of Adam West, um, it did really, it really did start with the Batman TV show. Um, just remembering him and the 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 challenges that he he faced with with that and how he took. How he took Batman and made it this something fantastic, something reachable, something global, mm-hmm. something that everyone could could grasp on and re- I, I wouldn't necessarily relate to, but at least um, right. personalize it. Right. He he made Batman personable. He was our bright knight, and I and what he did for charities. And what he's what he's did for any any uh, charities in the private sector was nothing short of, 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 of amazing, and the, and the most the uh, the latter half of, of his his career as as a voice actor mm-hmm. and a uh, as you know in Family Guy especially just playing this absurd version of himself. Um, really putting his personality into the part really you got to know him through mayor adam west yeah oddly enough you did but um you know through all of that you know i i've heard i've heard ralph garman of hollywood babylon uh who became a really close personal friend of the man who actually was you know his personal champion when it came to getting him the hollywood walk of fame star because nobody else would do it for him ralph garman actually campaigned and did that for him you know hearing him eulogize uh, Adam West, you know, um, broke my heart. It really broke my heart. Um, seeing that bat, seeing that bat symbol mm-hmm. on the the city hall of Los Angeles. The, the tributes have been nothing short of as amazing and astounding, and just uh, amazingly classy. Like um, there's there's a portrait of Batman being met in heaven by Christopher Reeve dressed as Superman. Right, and it just like I'm a grown man. I'm almost thirty. I turn thirty next month. I almost I, I I damn near cried when I saw that. Um, the the one that really got me teared up was <laughs> was a t it's a t shirt you can buy. Um, it's a draw it's a it's an artist portrait of a Batman's hand handing over the keys to Robin and says she's yours, Robin. And I, I just that just that and the one t- a single tear <laughs> just just dropped out. I'm yeah. like I had the you know the. I mean, we, we we joke we joke around, but but he was an amazing guy, and we'll all miss him. Yeah. Um, you know, um, if it weren't for and it's so funny how I came full circle on this, and now I'm doing a show about the like I'm doing a show about this particular you know program, and um, it's just so funny because like as a kid, you know, Adam West was my first Batman, but I didn't want to admit that for the longest time. Because, you know, Michael Keaton came around and then, you yeah. know, fresh freshness came around. But at this like and all these different iterations of Batman came around, but at the same time, Adam West was always my first Batman. And 
if it weren't for him, I don't think that I would even get to know Batman the way as a character the way that I have been able to, the way I've been blessed to, you know, relate to this character the way that I do because Adam West did save Batman. Uh, if you didn't know this, um, DC was thinking about canceling the comic because yeah. it was not selling well. And then all along comes the Bill Dozier show, and he saved it. He saved Batman. So I would not know about, you know, the Frank Miller version. I would not know about the Tim Burton version. I would not know about... The killing joke wouldn't exist. The Christopher Nolan version wouldn't even... It would be a fart in the wind if we hadn't even, you know, met Adam West as Batman. Um, And I actually was super privileged and super honored to be actually able to meet him at Awesome Con last year. Uh, And there was... I don't know what it was, but there was something telling me. It's like, look, if you get any autograph this year, get his. Um, And he signed signed my Batmobile and... um, I had this diecast Batmobile that he signed and, you know, already, already I treasured that thing when I got home and I put it up on the shelf. But now, I mean, you know, if anybody anybody asks me, what do you want for that? I would tell them it's not for sale. It is fucking priceless to me. Yeah. And um, so thank you, Adam. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for. uh, Why am I getting all teared up here? Um, Thank you for, um, you know, being Batman. (laughs) And um, we'll get on with the show, and uh, thank you. All right, let's go ahead and... Turbines to speed mm-hmm. and beyond. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. The following is a Cast Wave Studios production. Welcome, welcome. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Badcast 66. Um, as they say, the show goes on, and we do have a show for you here today. Uh, I'm Brian Massey. And I'm Sean Holmes. And today we're going to be talking about episodes 11 and 12, A Riddler Day Keeps the Riddler Away, and When the Rat's Away, the Mice Will Play. Uh, but before that, um, we did just give our uh, brief eulogy of Mr. Adam West, the late great Adam West, who will uh, live on forever. Yeah. Um, in the hearts of anybody that was a Batman fan or is still a Batman fan. Um, and he is going to keep living on for at least one more brand new project because um, there was some really good news that came out of DC where they said that for the next animated Batman short mm-hmm. uh, or the Batman movie, because they did uh, want to do another one with, um, funny enough, William Shatner as Two-Face, Adam West did record all of his lines before he passed for that. So we are going to be able to get that last... One last Adam West Batman. One last ride, and I'm looking forward to it. I'll be the first person in line for that um, when it comes out. Um, on top of that, um, we don't really have much in the way of news today. I, uh, that, that's the biggest biggest bomb that we, that we saw in, in our hiatus. Yeah. Um, that I really... That nothing 
nothing can top that in terms of Batman news. No. Um, um, I, you know, it's, what was it? There was, um, I mean, I mean, we could talk about DC, talk about how awesome Wonder Woman was. We could. Let's get to that in just a second. Mm-hmm. But um, for anybody who was at Awesome Con, uh, or if you weren't at Awesome Con, I'm actually going to upload some photos. Um, there was actually a memorial wall for Adam West um, where you could sign and leave your memories. And I left, I left uh, about a sentence, not so much of a paragraph, but more of a sentence, just, you know, about my thoughts. Because, um, you know, if you know me, I mean, Batman was kind of like my... There's a lot of people who had different gateways into their nerddom. Mm -hmm. Like, I am a nerd, and this is why. Like, a lot of people with Star Trek, a lot of people with Star Wars, mine was Batman. Yeah. Um, Specifically, Adam West's Batman. What'd you write? um, I wrote something along the lines of, thank you... What was it? I wrote, thank you for... Thank you for letting me get to know Batman. I will always... You know, we'll always miss you. You know, rest in peace, bright night. Something like that. Uh, I can actually upload it because it's actually been a few weeks since we uh, were there and it's kind of blanked on me. But, um, I mean, there were just some really beautiful pictures and memorials that were left on that thing. And I don't know what they're going to do with that. I hope that they put that somewhere where we can look at that. From that. Well, well, they, they've been they were photographing uh, people signing it mm-hmm. and video photographing people signing it. I noticed uh-huh. I think someone recorded me uh-huh. and my nephew drawing stuff. And I wrote um, turbines to power, power to beyond. We'll miss you, Adam West. Yeah, I think someone actually got me because, like, I when I signed that, yeah. I was in full Batman regalia. Like, I was wearing my, um, I was wearing my Batman hat. And you was, you wore it backwards. Yeah, yeah. And I was wearing you know my my shirt and I was wearing all that stuff. And uh, I think I got photo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you're, I got you're probably gonna make make so, at least one of the cuts there. So uh, yeah, if they're we'll put, they're putting some, they're probably putting some type of. Uh, if I if I homage. was if if I am in there at all, I, I'd be honored. Yeah. I would absolutely be honored. But mm. you know what? It's that's pretty cool though. At the, the very the, the I mean, I, I I really like that memorial. It was very. It was actually wasn't it in the spot that he was. I think it was, and it was very classy. It was very classy. It was, and I didn't read one single negative thing because you know how trolls can be. You know how oh, people can be where it's like, well, that's the internet. When they're in drop penis that's or the something. Inter- that's the internet. But the the way it was set up, it was very. It was very. It didn't take a lot of space. It was it was about the size of this table, yeah. Um, and it just was very tasteful, and I enjoyed it. I saw I saw a kid, I saw a kid dressed as Batman, writing "Rest in Peace, Batman" with a, like a sad face, and I, that just like broke your heart. Yeah, that made me I was cry like, too, man. Dude, come on. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Um, you know, um. Um, let's move on to some. Let's move on to some good stuff because there was some good stuff that did happen with DC. Um, again, rest in peace, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, Wonder Woman. We haven't been able to talk about Wonder Woman. Um, that came out a couple of weeks ago, uh, right at the beginning of, right at the beginning of June. Uh, actually, I think that came out a few days before Adam passed away, and yeah. um, I actually remember going to see that the week after. Which is funny enough because that was like the first movie I actually got to go see in theaters with my girlfriend. Which I'm like, right on. Like that's mm. the that, like we. I can't believe it took us that long to go see a movie together in theaters, but we picked a pretty damn good one to go see. Um, I absolutely loved that movie. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was wonderfully shot. I thought that the script was actually really well written. It was well paced. Um, the action was good. A lot of people, you know, were put off by the third act. Ah, uh, I did. I w- I mean, the third act. I mean, everything has to. 
kind of go at a you know a the the top um escalation the top climax of of the thing and it went as far as dc movies usually go in terms of like the villain becomes ridiculously powerful but the way that they handled the the guy um the main villains spoilers so the way they handled the main villain I, d- I wouldn't say spoilers. The main villain, because I'm not really giving anything away here. The Fair way enough. they handled it was very tasteful. The way they handled Ares. Um, you know spoilers. what? Okay, fine. <laughs> spoilers, because you named it. <laughs> well, no, because he's one of the main villains in her comic book. So it's right, like, it makes right. sense that it would be Ares. Um, you know, and I, that, that, had been, that had been news for a while anyways. But, um, okay, I'll go ahead and maybe give just a brief spoiler. So, you know, if you haven't seen the movie yet, go ahead and fast forward like a couple seconds but um yeah dude they got uh what's his name from uh, harry potter to play uh what was it he's um nifedora tonks's husband what was his name i can't remember uh, that dude yeah the dude with the mustache like he was um uh I, i'm gonna get crucified by harry potter fans but like i can't remember what the dude's name was um lupin it was lupin mm-hmm. um and he was still rocking the same mustache from that movie. <laughs> so much so, in fact, that like when he finally gets into his Ares armor and you see the face through there, it's like it's this badass Ares armor, but like he's still got that fucking mustache. <laughs> David Thank you, David Thulis. Try yeah. to say that with a lisp. David Thulith. David Thulith. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought uh, I thought Gal Gadot was amazing. I love her. I I I am I never crushed on a celebrity more than I've cr- crushing on Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. Just listening to her interview with Jimmy Fallon was I I fell in love. <laughs> I I did I I did as well as the rest of the country. It's just the way she's so sincere and she's so, you know she's from Israel, which I can really kind of. I can kind of relate to in terms of like my, my granddad went to Israel uh, a lot. And like, you know, she's originally from like kind of the Tel Aviv area, right. which I, I really, was, I really, I was just like, oh, she's so classy and she's so I think genuine. She was, I think she was actually in the army in Israel. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. I mean, you, you, you have requirements. Right. There. So, um, but it, it, she's, she's, she's badass. She, she, and she was, and she, her, the portrayal of Wonder Woman was I was I was really surprised. I was like, this is she took it in stride. She is Wonder Woman. Yeah. Unlike any before her. Right. And you know, here's the here's the thing that I really loved most about that movie is that um if you go and watch Wonder Woman and then you go back and watch Batman v Superman. Yeah. It almost feels like it fills a lot of holes in her story, and it also feels like like when she's like, I've I've fought things from other worlds before. Like when she's about to fight Doomsday, it almost feels like, man, you know, there's some context to this now, and it's awesome. Yeah, because <laughs> like, because I don't know, it just like you get her story, you get to understand her better instead of just dropping her in this fight where Batman and Superman are facing, you know, this you know crotchety Ninja Turtle. I, yeah, I think, I, um, yeah, I think her her movie they should have led with her movie. Oh my god. Yeah, which it's funny because Does, you know, you, you, did you know she was she was pregnant? She was five months pregnant when she was doing reshoots. Yeah. So I they so that. she had like the suit and then there was this green 
for the green for her, where her belly was. Are you, uh, yeah. Are you shitting me? No, no, not. Uh, I the, did not that's, see that's that. What, listen to that interview with Jimmy Fallon. She'll talk about it, and just the way she ta- the way she talks about it, it was just that's amazing. Oh, oh. That like, amazing. she's just she's got a glow with it. And, uh, yeah, uh, I, I can go on forever. I um. <laughs> You know, um, it's funny, like, let's talk about this real fast, and then maybe we'll take a break and then get into the episode. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we got Wonder Woman dropped off in Batman v Superman as kind of like an ancillary character. Yeah. Um, we barely got to know her. Um, and then we get this, you know, standalone movie in which, like, oh, wow, we really got to know her better, and we really, you know, like... I, I feel better for having seen that movie, you know, and I wish that they hadn't done that with Batman v Superman. I have really high hopes for Justice League, but at the same time, you know, basically we're getting the same Wonder Woman treatment with The Flash, with Cyborg, with Aquaman. Um, and there might possibly be a Green Lantern at the very end of the film, but that hasn't been confirmed or denied. But here's the thing. We haven't gotten any kind of movie or any kind of like look into cyborg flash or aquaman besides what we saw in batman versus superman do you think that's gonna hurt the movie especially considering how much more we can relate now with diana after having seen wonder woman and then pulling that back it's it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult because the way the why avengers that's one of the reason why and like if i talk about marvel movies and their success is because we we've learned we learned who they are throughout the movies right we learned who who robert robert downey jr's character we learn about tony stark we learn we learn about where he where he is where he's coming from in 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 relation when um you know uh what's it um what's her name Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow. Black we Widow. Learn, we learn about Black Man Iron Man too. We we learn about her character. We we be we're, it's everything is being eased into play, mm-hmm. and we learn we learn to like like the characters as we as we were watching through the these movies and then watching them grow and right. and ha- performing a, and ha- you know actual arcs that are happening through through film through like through separate movies. Let me. You know what? Which which I can't think of any type of of movies that ever done that before. Now now let me ask you this, because this is kind of the model that they're following with Justice League. Had we only gotten, let's say, Iron Man, and we had only gotten Iron Man two. Yeah. Yeah. You go into you go into Avengers, and you don't know who Thor is. You don't know who the Hulk is. And they're just showing you, like, imagine that film, and that's the first time that you've seen Captain America. Right. You, you think it's ridiculous. It's kind of ridiculous. Because there, there's no, th- that's why I think Batman I, v Superman was such a, I mean, I know Batman's been done to death. Right. We know who Batman is. We, we know, know we, we is. know who Batman is. I just think that they needed to at least have somewhat like a Bruce Wayne type of movie, like right. of like of the struggles of day to day Bruce Wayne, even without, even without, mm-hmm. without that, that scene that's been portrayed about 54 times. Right. Um, like the origin I mean, story. I mean, Spider-Man homecoming, for instance, like they're getting rid of the whole like spider bite and the whole uncle Ben dying thing. That's not even in the movie 
from what all the reports have been telling me. Like, it's great. I haven't seen That's the movie. Fantastic. I haven't seen the movie yet. It did just premiere yesterday. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm but glad because because it's it's been it's been it, we've done seen to death. it. It's we've been seen done. It. We've seen it. We know how Spider Man got his powers, right? And we know uh, and we know that the webbing is not protruding out of his wrists. That thank he, fucking god by the way yeah thank thank god the andrew andrew garfield uh you know started to set that trend yeah. uh which he wasn't wasn't a bad peter parker i say yeah but he wasn't the best spider-man but um i th- i i i think i think it was just bad script yeah. to, for the most part you want you want to tighten that. well the the problem um, the problem with that movie going into going into that movie just real fast doing a segue here uh not a c a segue uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fuck you too, buddy. Um, the uh, Colin flicked off. Colin's on the off. couch. Hi, buddy. How are you? He he told told Brian gladly, sweetheart. Gladly. Um. <laughs> so the biggest problem with those movies was that they tried to like they tried to like trick us, quote unquote. You know how like movies like to trick us nowadays when like you know they're doing press material and whatnot. Like for instance, I'll give you for instance how Star Trek Into Darkness, which is like, oh Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah, no, he's not Khan, he's this other guy. He's not con. And he's then, con. Like, he's he's fucking con. Um, Which that, I mean, I I, I wasn't using bad movie. The, using that as an example. That's kind of what they did with the Amazing Spider-Man. Because if you remember that those commercials, like those trailers, were like witness the untold story of Peter Parker, and then like they were gonna go into all this other bullcrap, and like no, they just didn't want to call it a reboot. And then on top of that, the biggest problem with those movies was that they focused too much on his fucking parents. Oh, a lot. A Nobody lot of Nobody cares time. about his parents. About him walking in, which I thought the scene that was forced and that was, <laughs> that it was I, totally forced. I the, think the I know one exactly. scene that was really forced, and it's in the beginning of all things. It's it's in right in the, it's like in the first quarter of the movie. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. He, he finds his his dad's bag and, he, and, he, and he's like, and he just looks, looks sadly up and he goes, yeah. I'm just like, dude. No, no, no. On top dude, of that. Dude, he goes, he, he could have been like, hey, my, my dad's old bag. Right. No. And, and, the scene, and oh my gosh, a photo. And then cry. Like he, he, he's just. The, <laughs> the scene that was really. Just, the scene it, that I was couldn't. Really, I didn't buy it. Right. Didn't was, buy it. No, no, no. It was no, too this, early in the movie. It was. The, no, the scene that was really forced for me was when um, I feel like I'm breaking this i don't want to break it um hold on do, 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 do. do you want me to fix it for you please all right <laughs> thank you sean um <laughs> technical difficulties on <laughs> what did you do i just i was just trying to tighten it baby oh god mm. really yeah well, but um, um what the fuck you're gonna be speaking into it like that from now on oh no yeah so anyway but um, okay <laughs> just just deal with it all right fine fair <laughs> enough so um hi um <laughs> Might so, turn you down a little bit so um the scene that was stupid forced for me was like he gets his powers and all that bullshit and then he finds the bag and then he's late home because he's doing whatever and like his uncle ben is just being a dick which is like wait why is uncle ben being a dick and then like because he, he can. He's like, you made your, you made your aunt wait. You made your aunt have to wait. <laughs> Apologize, sir. How dare you? And he's like, and then like, Peter's, no, no, no. On top of that, then Peter's just like, the most, 
overacted scene I've ever seen in a Spider-Man movie where he's like, no, how dare me? How dare you? And he's like, he's like crying. He's like, how dare you? Okay, how dare you? And I'm like, why is this happening? <laughs> it's like, this it's like, like we're shoved into like this weird family argument that we never wanted to be a part of, nor are we learning anything. I mean, I understand the purpose of it being there, of of of, uh, of in terms of slight and motivation of him feeling like shit after he dies, but like, yeah, it's it's like, fucking come on. So yeah, I, it, that was I, the it was just ha- I think it was just written poorly. So yeah, that that, that, that was <laughs> that was probably its biggest problem. No, it, nothing with the cast is wrong at all. all the cast is perfect. The right. cast is they're great actors. They were just handled. The story a, sucks. They were just handled then, bad writing. Yeah, there was like they 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 did the same. You have a moral obligation to do those things. They did the same thing that fucking Spider Man three did in Amazing Spider Man two, where it's like too many fucking characters. Well, you're not focusing on so, the right thing. So anyway, but anyways, certainly ba- Batman v Superman. Yeah, certainly all that back though. It's like you know the characters that need origin stories are not get like that, that was the whole point of this by the way and then we kind of segued off but like that's the whole point is like it feels like the characters that don't need origin stories anymore are still getting them and then the characters that need origin stories aren't fucking getting them like like, like it, they need them like they for, fucking need for example them. for example um hawkeye Haw- yeah hawkeye i think it would be great if if hawkeye was treated like like a john wick movie like something okay. dark Something, something dark and like brooding, but not like, not in terms of like of. Uh, I can dig just, it. Just, but my, not in terms of like mindless violence. Have that in there too. Make it rated R. Maybe also somewhat like, you know, storm the block or something like that. Yeah, like storm, like attack the block. Yeah. Yeah. Red. Okay. Right. Like he's part of a task force or something before Shield was even like well. B- before he was even brought on to Shield, like, and then that's how he got the attention. To or Shield. even Black Black Widow, and how how oh, you could really yeah, you no. could really develop mm-hmm. you could really develop uh, how how she really needs to get you know read out of her ledger and what that what the fuck that exactly means. You and pretty much everybody else in this country who is even got a passing interest in superhero films is like, no, Black Widow needs her own movie. <laughs> there, there are so, like, and and here's the thing. There are so many girls that were empowered just by seeing Wonder Woman. Fucking give them a Black Widow movie. What's it going to hurt? Does Marvel hate money? I think Marvel hates money. No, Marvel loves money, clearly. Because they made Avengers 2. But it's... <laughs> you know, right? I, I, I think no one wanted to try it yet. And then... And, then and all of a sudden, it's... All of a sudden, Wonder Woman's... I bet you... They'll have their answer in 2019, 2020. Well, um, or tw- even 2018. Well, the fucked up thing of it is Black Widow isn't getting her own. She doesn't have anything scheduled. No, I'm yet. talking about any female related. Well, like, no. Yeah, because in the Marvel Universe. Well, Brie Larson is going to be Captain Marvel in 2020, but that's like three years away. It's going to take three years for Marvel to get Aww. their first like female led superhero film out. Meanwhile, Wonder Woman has already done I that. I still think of her from Community. She's and so adorable. Yeah. Uh, another female-led cast, by the way, completely unrelated, but just throwing it out there. You need to watch Glow uh, on Netflix. That shit was amazing. Uh, I think she's actually in that, by the way. 
Uh, that's why that brought that to my my mm-hmm. attention. But uh, at any rate, uh, we're going to take a small break here. We're going to come back and we're going to uh, take a look at today's episodes. Sean, alrighty, here we go for a break. Hello, this is Sean from CastWaveStudios.com. Wait, we're doing this live? I am doing this live. Okay. <laughs> you can go to help us out. And with no cost to you, you can go to CastWaveStudios.com slash Amazon, where you can shop away, pay what you want for your stuff, and then we get a little bit of cut of it, and it helps us out. All you need to do is shop through our link, shop through our portal. That's CastWaveStudios.com slash Amazon. Do it. And do it today. You see that hat right there? You see that hat that he's wearing? See my hat? You can buy that kind of hat. I bought this hat on Amazon. You can buy this kind of hat too on Amazon. Yep. And you can find that at castwavestudios.com slash Amazon. And we're back. Oh my god, wow. It's like we didn't take a break at all. <laughs> you know, it's the break. The break The break is for the, for the audience. We never take any breaks. Uh, it's time to review Batman episode 11, 11 and <laughs> 12. Yes. Today we're going to be reviewing again, episode 11 and 12 of Riddler, a riddle a day keeps the Riddler away. And when the rats away, the mice will play. These episodes originally aired on February 16th and February 17th, 1966. They were written by Fred DeGorder and was directed by Tom Grease. Brief rundown of the episodes for you. Riddler returns with a vengeance and puzzles on top of puzzles as visiting King Boris disappears. Mm. The dynamic duo smash into a bone-rending bind as they give chase. Not so fast, Riddler. You haven't beaten our heroes yet. After escaping the drive shaft debacle, Batman and Robin try out riddling rivals and using some Biff Powell's lop to exact justice. Yes, that is a sentence. <laughs> um, Someone got paid to write that, by the way. You know, I think they did a good job. Um, but this episode is... Th- I, I, I don't think it was filled with as corny as riddles as the first set mm-hmm. slash the movie. Right. But it definitely... You definitely get, get um, kind of like Riddler is three steps ahead right and makes batman and robin look really horrible kind of does <laughs> makes batman look horrible because because dick grayson solves all his his stuff right he solves all he, i solve all the riddles every riddle that i can think of that's absolutely right robin because <laughs> i'm too lazy <laughs> But I need a beer, Robin. A beer, Robin. Holy, beer me. Holy categories, Batman. Seems like you've rearranged the schedule. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so you, so seriously, you did, you did re. I did redo everything. So let's do a brief rundown, real fast, okay. and then we'll actually start storing this. So number one is going to be story. Yeah. How well does the story overall? Work. How does the flow work? What do we like? What do we dislike? And that's going to be worth 20 points. Number two, villains. How, mm. ne- how nefarious were our dastardly thieves and crooks of the week? Hmm. Sound clear? Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to read that. That's going to be out of 30. Number three, holy gadgetry, Batman. 
what tools did Batman need to do his job? How cool were they? Out of ten. Cool. Number four, let's go camping. How silly was this episode? What kind of crazy crap made us laugh the most? That's going to be worth ten points. And then pick up the red phone. How efficient were Batman and Robin at their jobs as deputized agents of the law? And that's going to be worth 30 points. However, there are bonus bat points. Hmm. And this is about, you know, five points each that you and I can, you know, throw out at our leisure if we so choose. You know, they're just kind of sitting in your back pocket and you can just kind of be like, you know what? Extra point. I want to whip that. I want to whip that point out, baby. Uh, <laughs> and uh, whip that point out, Bill. So then, now. so then that's going to be worth out of like 100 points. And we're going to grade it like that. Okay. So, yeah. Sounds good. All right. Let's get, let's, let's get into the story. The story. Holy nightmare. All right. So the story. <laughs> so the story. You can't just whip that out. Watch me. Um, <laughs> Holy indecent exposure, Batman. <laughs> uh, so the story, basically, when you boil it down, is that King Boris from, you know, <laughs> Stan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> from Stan. From Stan. Stan. We don't know where the fuck this guy's from, but he is dressed like the German dude from Wonder Woman, believe it or not. Pumpkin, curry, That's, what do you got? Yeah. Bippity boppity villain. <laughs> Bippity boppity bad. Um, <laughs> oh, that. No, no, we should name our episode Bippity boppity bad. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's, it's named differently on Twitch, though. We'll do. We'll tell you what. We'll call that. We'll we'll, we'll use that for next time. Yeah, there we go. Bippity boppity bad. Okay, I'm saving that. <laughs> <laughs> Writing that down. Mm. That's keeper. Yeah, that's it's why I have you fun. around. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Let's see. So story. Yeah. Story. This was. Um. Again. So King Boris from me. 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 Um. <laughs> comes in and he's like, I've got this jewel that will be awarded to you know Miss Gotham or Miss Universe or what the fuck ever, and the Riddler's got this nefarious scheme to take the crown away and it's it's what i like to call a golden oscar globe Mm. (laughs) because that's what it looks like (laughs) okay it it does it does it looks it looks like a golden globe and an oscar had had tremendous Mm. hate-ridden sex well you do know that that oscar is just that that oscar is just in gold members it's a it's a it's a it's a golden naked man baby Mm -hmm. Mm. i like my men covered in gold (laughs) I'm sure you do. <laughs> Gold finger. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Want him to give me the cold finger. <laughs> cold finger. <laughs> He's the man with the mightest touch. Um. So yeah. So basically, the story goes that you know Riddler's going around town, and basically, you know, it's a game of cat and mouse, and yes. Batman's outsmarting the Riddler, and yeah, the story was not bad. It was it was as average as a Batman story can be. Yeah, um, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm you're not, I, with this. You're not really looking for gold in terms of storytelling. We're, you're not going to tune in and, and you know be like uh, like oh no, Alfred's dead or something. I don't. You know, it's just going to be. I I will tell average. you. I will tell you one thing that I did think was kind of interesting in here um, was the whole dynamic between. You know, like Bruce Wayne, you know, showing up and, you know, giving the commissioner money and the whole undercurrent of them trying to make, you know, 
Riddler to think that Batman was dead and playing along with that. So you get this really great scene of Adam West as Bruce Wayne, and then all of a sudden here comes Batman through the window. <laughs> where I'm like, oh, oh, and this this is where you play the sound effect. Because when he comes in, and then you're, then you're like, you're you're like, what is going on? Wait, that's not you, filthy criminals. That's not the one I was talking about. (laughs) And then, like, this shifty-eyed Batman that looks like... It looks like William Shatter dressed up as Batman. Oh, yeah, I'm Batman, boss. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great William Shatter person. Never make fun of my Shatter. I'm sorry. I don't think you are. Batman. Crusader. No, I'm Batman. I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm Batman. And um, you can go to Priceline.com. <laughs> but um, where's my cigar? Um, that and more in Prime Directive starting this fall in September. Coming out with shameless a plug. Damn straight. Um, so yeah, um, there. You know what? I I did kind of like the story here. I really did. I can dig it. Um, I'm going to give it a 15 out of 20. Yeah. I'll just agree with you. Okay, 15 out of 20. Number two, we're going to be talking about villains. <laughs> I'll see you in court. <laughs> it's like he was so, constipated. <laughs> so, Sean, we have your favorite villain, the Riddler back. Oh, my gosh. it <laughs> The best. The best. Just the most superb acting. To be fair, it's Frank Gorshin as the Riddler. Mm. Which is Mwah. just like Mwah. it's uh, he he take you know you know how you overact? Like he takes it and you're like, I didn't even know you could act that hard. He overacts so hard that he goes in a circular motion back over to acting. Right. Where he's not even acting, he's like he's doing his own thing. And it's People just at amazing. the Tony Awards are like, that's a little much. <laughs> <laughs> Tone it down, will you? Jesus. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Tony down. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, um, yeah, he was, he was Frank Gorshin. He was the Riddler. Um, and we loved him for it. I mean. <laughs> I mean so the way he, he just, he loved the sound of his own voice and he loved the sound of his own laughter. Oh, he, and is, when, a, he is a cut. The way he, uh, but, but. But he looks menacing in this also. And this is a key to the cinematography. I don't know if this belongs in any particular category. Oh, no, no, you know what? Let's talk about it now. Bonus points. Maybe. Bonus points. It's it's up ahead. Bonus points for this. But the way that they had the shot of, of Riddler takes up like half the frame. It's a DOF shot, but you still get... Like the two thirds of the of the background with the villains all perfectly lined it up, right? Obeys the rule of thirds to a T, and it, he looks and it's and it's slightly ajar as for like like not like battlefield or Dutch Dutch angle, but it's oh, like oh god ah yeah it's not that, but it's just slightly ajar to where something is off, and then like the shadow of the rope like goes around one eye yeah and like, i'm just like Holy and then the rest crap. of his face is covered in that shadow we paused it in you and when you watch and when you watch it or you know if you watched it you mm. probably pause it too and go 
holy shit, that is a good shot. I mean, honestly, I was so blown away. <laughs> here's the thing, because like you and I, you you and I, and pretty much a lot of other people in Castaway, because of how we do this, and because one of our main fields is cinematography, is right. film. We love film. We love doing this stuff. We want to make our own film one day. Uh, I know I do. Um, we pay more attention to that kind of stuff because it's the stuff that we studied. Like I, I, I took a few classes in film. I looked for that kind of stuff. I have a degree in it. Um, you know, I look for that kind of stuff. I look for, you know, like how can they utilize that space and make it, you know, really pop out. And that was a very, very good example of how to use shadowing. Oh my gosh. And then foreshadowing and then having him in the foreground and then having him go back to the background and then like. You know, how they staged it just, I don't know, like, it was just beautiful. It was it was professionally it, it staged. Was, but it, 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 it was just phenomenal. It shown up so much better. It blew me away because most of the shots are stage, are just stage shots, aerial yeah. shots. It's almost like they're performing. And, and then all like, of a sudden, all of a sudden you get this crazy angle and you're like, whoa. Like, the soundstage that they film on, it, it would not be out of place that, like, they're filming that and then all of a sudden, like, you know, an hour comes around and they're like, okay, we need a stage for Johnny Carson because, like, right. it's the same kind of stage. It's the same kind of sound stage. Like, you know, bring in the bring in the Raptors, bring in Johnny's desk, and then, uh, you, you know... You, you uh, need less, less close-ups. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Um, <laughs> you know, just that kind of shit. Um, and they made it work phenomenally in this episode. The cinematography alone the, was phenomenal. What is the points... Evolved with the the villains. The villains. Uh, this is going to be out of thirty. We haven't even really talked about his uh, henchmen in this one, which are the the rats, which the are just the worst. <laughs> yeah, but I I kind of liked them. Question mark. I, oh, I they they were just kind of dumb. Yeah, henchmen like the dumbest henchmen you could have. <laughs> which in a weird sort of way, like not of, much is going on. But uh, but like at the okay. same time, at the same time, it's kind of endearing. Like, like you're like well, they, they're the, stupid, but I but I kind of like them like a dog. <laughs> kind of sorta. Like they're 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 wearing like matching pant sets in different colors. Like so. Like they're wearing sweat, sorry, what sweatpants, and then like they're wearing hoodies. They're eating cheese, the, and they're tied over their fucking heads. And it's like there's one eating that's red. Fucking cheese, and like, like, and like they're really buying into this whole we're a rat thing. Like you know, oh well, we're the rats, so we better act like rats. And I'm like, they, which which is odd. They didn't have like, like uh, the nose and the whiskers. You would expect that maybe that yeah, fair enough. But they weren't, and I think that was a very classy touch. They, they, it was tempting. I Would know. you like some cheese? I know, I know, I know. That was probably discussed in in a production meeting, but, but damn. Like, there's a okay. Here's how lovable these guys are, because like you know they're kind of hiding back in the final scene when Batman and Robin come out and they like fly out of that painting, and they're just like we're at we're alive, bitches. Hello, and then like you know they're kind of hiding behind Riddler, who's kind of shooken up about like I thought you guys were dead, and like they're just kind of hiding like this, and then like. The dude has to get pushed into Batman in order to fight. And then, like, he gets hit on the head and he just kind of knocks out. He's like, <laughs> like a mouse or some shit. He's like, <laughs> it was great. And I'm like, was... these guys couldn't harm a fucking fly. Look at these guys. They're like, whatever. Look at these guys. These guys. These guys. These guys. I swear. These, these guys. Um, but, but anyway. And, and as far as villains go, I mean, 30. 30. I mean, 30. The Riddler had everything. 
I mean, honestly, it's it's weird because in this particular iteration of Batman, I honestly think I might like the Riddler a little more than the Joker. I think he does a better job. He's more likable. There's there's just something like look, Cesar Romero did a fantastic job as the Joker, but for some weird reason, I keep going back to the Riddler. All right, so uh, so Brit so. Riddler's got earned thirty out of thirty. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Yep. So, so number three, number three, we're going to be talking about bat gadgets. Hand me down the shark repellent bat spray. <laughs> All right. So what tools did Batman? <laughs> what tools did Batman use or need to con- complete his job this episode? Like, what were some of the cool things that he? Well, there is there there is the usual um, uh, bat. A, pl- a plastic or porcelain bats bat symbol with rope attached. Yes, which some would call the batarang. Yes, the the batarang. The batarang. This is more of a shuriken than anything. But whatever. This is this is usually what I think of when I think of a batarang. But hey, fuck it. If it can help you climb up a wall, and me the bat fidget spinner, <laughs> which is holding up a lot better than your old one. Yes. I actually got that one at Awesome Con. Um, but yeah, um, the gadgets that he uses, he uses this weird... <laughs> okay, so he uses this weird-ass computer to kind of track down, like, old, ran-down, like, I don't know, factories or whatever right. alongside the Gotham River. And he's using this computer, and I swear to God, he has to use it, like, two-handed because it's, like... Part of the keyboard is on one kiosk thing that looks like it's part of a phone, and then the other half is on the other one. So he's just kind of sitting there doing this shit. Yeah, it was. He's pretty... like, it's like, all right, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and like type this in. He was he was doing the Google before Google. Yeah, I thought that's I... how rich Batman is. He had Google in the sixties. <laughs> he, he he had he had like analog Google. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I, internet had to be a fucking son of a bitch when he got the bill every month. Oh my god! Can you imagine? I know. But um, yeah, especially uh, from Comcat. I mean, seriously. Com- uh, I believe you mean combat. <laughs> combat. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's. Oh, uh, we should call. We should we should call the fighting thing like if we have any action, we huh. call it combat. Combat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. Okay, combat. That'll be in next week's episode because it's always evolving, baby. Um, so, okay, this is out of ten. Uh, I'll give it a five for gadgets this time. You know, mm-hmm. like nothing too. Uh, you know what? Six. I'm gonna give it a six out mm-hmm. of ten because Google in the '60s. Pretty, I mean, that's pretty fucking cool. That, that's pretty much how. That's that's pretty much how it works nowadays. It's like, oh, hey, I need a picture of this thing. Oh, there it is. There you go. So they kind of predicted the future. So that's good on them. Yep. All right. So let's see here. So everybody, time for our next segment. Let's go camping. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. And that's the truth. Now, how silly was this episode, my friend? (laughs) Very very to <laughs> <laughs> this is out of 10 <laughs> i i say i say like nine nine out it of got 10. it got silly i'm gonna it got a, real silly 
right. uh, especially especially just the way he put him in the netting and the, like how Frank Gorshin is just like <laughs> he was like it's like is he gonna like take a crap on the the floor or something because he looks super <laughs> constipated uh, uh, and super happy he is tiny net <laughs> yes it is a net and it is tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't it, seen that movie in a long time, <laughs> but still. Um, and then Ambassador from from um, Darker Than I'm gonna stand. Uh, just King Boris from Amy and uh, Stan. Stan. <laughs> um, <laughs> it just just uh, just all get out. Just really just really funny. I I I, I liked it. Yeah, I'll give it a nine out of ten as well. Yeah. Okay, so let's see here. Just how efficient were. Batman and Robin at their jobs, huh? Holy caffeine! <laughs> Pick up the red phone. Now, um, this is out of 30. Um, Batman and Robin surprisingly had a lot of um, composure when it came to trying and, you know, foiling the Riddler. I think that they were actually really, really um, on point this episode. Because they were like, hey, you know what? Because they were pretty much playing a chess game with Riddler, even so far as to like, okay, fine, we'll we'll let him think that we're dead. We're gonna work in the shadows a little bit, but we kind of know what he's gonna do next based on so and so. I thought that was a very smart play. It was. It was a very smart play. And this is out of thirty again, by the way. Um, I thought that um, you know, Batman, Bruce Wayne. Did some really? I even thought the tiara tracker was pretty good. Yeah, but the problem is they the Batmobile was like right there. It was right fucking there. They learned from their they learned from their mistake though because they hit it next time that they were going over to the shop. There we go. They hit it. They fucking hit it. How hard was that? By the way, how weird was that? That like in that very first scene when like Frank Gorshin like the Riddler steals that tiara. It's like. They're parked in the same parking lot from the first episode, aren't they? Because he's coming out of the same manhole that he went down in the first episode that we reviewed. Yeah. Is it all connected like that? Like, okay, cool. I, no, I no just... apparently, according according to um, according to Adam West, it, there's thousands of tunnels down there, Robin. We'll never catch them. You know. Hmm. Holy hole in the ground, Batman. Um, <laughs> yeah. Holy holes. Holy Shia LaBeouf and holes. Mm, holy. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, Batman did his job pretty damn well out of 30. I'm going to give him a 25 on this one. What do you think? Um, 23. Okay, 24 out of 30 then. Okay. And then uh, any bonus points, by the way? Oh, yeah, bonus points for the cinematography. Okay, sure. Um, because that that was that was great. How many points are you going to not a problem. And uh, you know what? I'll throw in an extra one myself, an extra point, because I didn't really enjoy the cinematography myself. So I'm going to go ahead and calculate all this. And Sean, why don't you go ahead and uh, plug whatever you need to plug or anything that well, you have coming up soon. Um, coming soon. Well, not really that soon. It's actually out in September. It's Prime Directive. We're going to come back to that. And also Unnecessary Roughness will be coming back into its season two. But in terms of the now... Um, you know, obviously, Bully Going Nowhere will be uh, will be doing that on yep. on Saturdays again. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're contemplating switching the streaming to Facebook. Um, 
this is something we're, we're, we're talking about and getting it throws it. But still, you can follow our Twitch, though. Um, Twitch.tv slash Castwave Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, Castwave um, dash or underscore. I think it's dash. No, it's on... Un- um, it's http.www.twitch.tv slash Castwave underscore studios. There is underscore studios. Yep. And you can also, uh, obviously, as the live commercial that I did today, uh, go to castwavestudios.com slash Amazon mm-hmm. for all your shopping. Um, really helps us out. Castwavestudios.com slash mm-hmm. Amazon. Yep. And um, on top of that, um, by the way, you got a compliment uh, when I was doing Overwatch the other day um, because I was actually plugging the show. Um, to somebody who was actually live streaming on their own thing. Yeah. And I gave them the link to some of our stuff, and they're like, wow, this is really professionally done. This sounds really professional. All the different, you know, stuff that you'd... Like, that was all on you. Hi. So, <laughs> and then, by the way, we'll have to talk a little bit later, but, you mm-hmm. know, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to behind-the-scenes stuff, everybody. Um, however, looking at it, um, it looks like a riddle a day keeps the Riddler away. And when the rat's away, the mice will play has gotten us with this brand new scoring system, a score of 87, which is a B plus. Hmm, B plus. Yep, the B stands for Batman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he got a Batman plus. <laughs> Way to go, Batman. <laughs> All right. Um, so, oh, holy so, digits, Batman. Good job. So yeah, um, that was that was actually again that was a really good um, sit through episode. That was a really good sit through. I, I had fun. Yeah, great uh, time. So next time we're going to be reviewing episodes. Sorry, let's repeat that. We're going to be reviewing episodes thirteen and fourteen, the thirteenth hat and Batman stands pat, <laughs> where we get to meet the Mad Hatter. Mmm. So bring your hot. Yeah, bring your everybody. Bring your hot. We should just record that episode without hats. How weird would that be? That'd be so weird. We're just fishnets. Like the one, like the one episode where, like, oh, where's your hot? <laughs> We're like, just kidding. Let's put it back on. All right. Well, um, for Batcast sixty six, I'm Brian Massey, and I'm Sean Holmes. Thank you for joining us. Rest in peace, Mr. West. We'll always remember you. And uh, check us out in Casper Studios. And you have a good one. Bye bye. Tune in tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel.